Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What's driving the conversation in California today? Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the state of California. Good afternoon. This is the state of California. Doug Sovereign is away this week, and joining us on the KCBS Ring Central Newsline is political scientist from Sonoma State University, Dr. David McEwen. And as we move to the end of the year, we have seen much movement just in the last few days around funding the government through the end of September next year, the release of the final report for the January 6th committee, in preparation for House Republicans to assume management of the next Congress as Speaker Pelosi wraps up her historic leadership of the current congressional session. It has been quite a year as we close 2022 and head to the next. And let's turn to Professor McEwen now. Uh, Professor, when we look at the past year and we turn to our sights to 2023, how are changes in each party's leadership likely to alter the dynamics of a new Congress beginning on January 3rd? Well, good afternoon, Brett. And as we look at what's going to happen here in, in just a few short weeks, you have uh, some different elements, right? Uh, Democrats going from the majority status to the minority. It's always difficult uh, to be the minority in Congress, but the margin is very close. Republicans have but 222 seats, and it's unclear that Kevin McCarthy, the presumptive next speaker of the House, has the vote. There is a group of Republicans that are going to hold out. They're going to try to get to at least two ballots. And on the second ballot, put someone else forward uh, to, to head Congress other than Kevin McCarthy. So Republicans have some difficulty. Democrats want to uh, stand by with this. But you also had a, had a big week with the budget, uh, with the January 6th report, and all of that really wrapped up today. So today's guest is someone who can kind of set the scene for us and what to look for, especially in that early January period as Republicans take over. And let's bring in that guest now to discuss further. We are joined on the KCBS Ring Central Newsline by Congressman from the 2nd District of California, the North Bay, Jared Huffman. Thank you so much, Congressman, for joining us. It's great to be with you. You know, this was quite a year in politics, uh, from decisions of the Supreme Court to the midterm elections to the January 6th committee. What stands out for you? First, I think the productivity, uh, almost against all odds, of this two-year Congress. If you had told me when this all started, uh, literally as we were cleaning up the mess from January 6th, that in the next two years we were going to pass all of these big transformative pieces of legislation into law, uh, I would have thought it was wishful. Uh, and it hasn't always been pretty. But I think when, the, when we look back on this 117th Congress, it's going to go down as one of the more remarkably productive Congresses in a long time. Congressman, uh, thank you for joining us. And, and the House met this morning to complete work on the omnibus uh, appropriations bill to fund the government. What happened there after referral from the Senate? Well, that also was uh, no small feat, given that the Republican majority is coming in uh, to the House I think there were a lot of folks on the Republican side that would have preferred a continuing resolution so that uh, the power of the purse would shift to that majority for the rest of the fiscal year. But we, we got the government funded all the way through the end of September, and we got a lot of policy wins in there uh, for Democrats, including 
what used to be called earmarks, I suppose. We now call them community projects, and that's over $12 million for some really vital local priorities in my district. You know, those priorities uh, come up every so often, and in the past, not in this session. We have not seen a government shutdown in this session, but Democrats have been in control. Now Republicans are going to be in control next year. Do you think we'll have a government shutdown next year? They weaponize this thing. They do, and and they love uh, brinksmanship when it comes to things like the debt ceiling, which has not been resolved. So that's going to fall on their watch. Uh, But at least we got the government funded through September. And we'll see how they choose to approach this, uh, you know, given how very small their majority is and some of the concessions that are being demanded by these these Freedom Caucus extremists. uh, You just don't know uh, where they're going to end up. And we know they've got plenty of hostage takers in their caucus. Congressman, today uh, the final report of the January 6th committee was released. Uh, Do you have any reaction to their work and the findings? I really admire the work they've done. I think they've enabled a full and accurate history of what led up to and, you know, what happened on January 6th and the accountability for it. Uh, We just got so much more information from their work than we would have had otherwise. Uh, So I'm just extremely grateful. Uh, Where it goes from here, I don't know, but I think they uh, have at a minimum uh, helped future generations understand what January 6th was all about, and quite possibly uh, there will be further accountability for some individuals, maybe all the way up to President Trump, because of their excellent work. The midterm elections back in November were obviously historic at many levels. What, in your view, Congressman, was the big takeaway from those midterms? A couple of takeaways, in my opinion. Uh, One is that uh, Trump is toxic. Uh, in you know places outside of the deep south and and these these pockets of uh, MAGA Trumpism, the rest of the country is kind of done with him. And when we saw him successfully put a whole bunch of MAGA Republicans on the general election ballot, that was a bit of a gift to Democrats, and it helped us hold our losses to to just a few seats in in the House, helped us hang on to a Democratic Senate. Uh, but the other is, I think uh, it has been a productive Congress. I talked about this earlier, and I think as people began to think about the choice before them, you know, a lot of folks said, well, this will just rise and fall based on Biden's popularity. Well, first of all, his popularity rebounded a little bit as we got close to the election. But second, I think people distinguished between uh, the vote they were casting, who's going to represent them in Congress, and, you know, maybe how they feel about uh, President Biden or inflation or other things in the moment. And they voted pretty responsibly for the most part. Congressman, uh, any prognostications about how well you think Kevin McCarthy will be able to do or will he be able to last as speaker? Uh, it's going to be very hard for him to be a good speaker. First of all, I don't think he has what it takes to be a good speaker. He doesn't really believe in anything. He is just, a you know, kind of a political operative. Uh, But second, he is presiding over a a caucus that, you know, the adults in the room have all been run out of town. And the incoming members, uh, for the most part, are the MAGA Republicans that managed to win their elections. Um, This Freedom Caucus group has probably more influence than ever. He's already had to make enormous concessions. I mean, he he has made nice to Marjorie Taylor Greene, of all things. So um, 
I, I don't know how well he, uh, you know, rides on this tiger, but uh, it's it's going to be extremely difficult. And it could very well set up a great contrast for Democrats heading into the 2024 cycle. Congressman, thank you so much for your time. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Congressman Jared Huffman and, of course, Dr. David McEwen, our guests on the state of California. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.